Thanks for tuning in. This is Tyler. What up? This is Zach. This is a No Structure Podcast. No Structure. Episode 81. Yeah. Man, it's been a while. Uh, Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens. Yeah. Somebody else too, right? Didn't we figure this out last time? Randy? No. Randy Moss. No. Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Or was he? He might uh, have been 80. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> know. Fuck, I don't know. One of those guys. But yeah. we are here for episode 81. Uh, it's been, been a couple weeks, huh? It has. One, it's been a couple weeks. If you're listening to this right now, we are actually in person, which has been the first time we've been in person since we had, I believe, Devontae on. Yeah. Yeah, it was last in-person time, so since December, so That's wild. feels good to be back in a, in a studio setting. Um, so we have to explain kind of our new process. We're going to be dropping a new episode every two weeks now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll still be on Monday, still the same places, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, I feel like I'm missing one. YouTube. Yeah, I think yeah, you got them. I think that's all of them. So yeah, every two weeks now, um, just keep uh, an eye on our Instagram page for more information about that. Uh, but yeah, how's your week been so far? It's been good, man. Um, you know, work. Work, Work yeah. is work. Uh, my daughter's crazy. My daughter, <laughs> so she's just turned one. Yeah. And she's climbing, uh, like, all the gates, like, all the border gates yeah. to keep her in. She climbs that, so I don't know what the next move is. Because you guys have it set up where it's, like, a, the living room is just, like, completely, it's almost yeah. like a, I don't know how to explain it. Without sounding weird. Yeah, without, right. like, without yeah. sounding like a baby jail. Right. Uh, yeah. But it is, essentially. Yeah, that's crazy. And she just turned one. And she knows how to break out. That's nuts. It is what it is. Yeah, one years old. Yeah. Well, she's going to be quite the athletic baby. I hope so. Moving forward, yeah. Yeah, buys a house or some shit. Become <laughs> a soccer star. Uh, my week's been good, though. I'm back to work. and Well, I've been back to work for about a month now, but it's been nice uh, getting back into a routine. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how much of my life needed a routine until I got back to one. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so like, you know, I think it's towards the end of the pandemic, maybe I was slipping a little bit about, about working out eating healthier, just staying focused on stuff. So the routine has allowed me to get back into that mode, you know, to get back and care about things again. Do you feel like you um, didn't have a routine, though, when you weren't at work? I had a routine, but it was like kind of a structureless routine, you know, just okay. do whatever I can I'm during not, the day. To, with the no structure. Yeah, to, you know, kind of fill time. But now I feel like now that I have like a set schedule of work, mm-hmm. I know when to intermittent fast now. So now mm-hmm. I'm taking my fasting more seriously. I'm taking working out more seriously. I just feel like life is kind of on an upswing outside's open so yeah yeah oh and um i think we talked about this maybe it wasn't on air but washington state's supposed to open completely june 30th if 70 percent of people got vaccinated Mm -hmm. yeah and that's way over 70 percent at this point oh is it i haven't been paying attention lately well i'm all i'm saying is it's gonna open now for sure i feel like there'd be so much um I guess it was like so much pushback if it didn't get reopened. Like so many businesses and stuff would be so angry that they were right. almost forced to open. Right. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. Uh, but speaking of work, uh, it's been a little bit crazy. I think people have been in the house for so long the last you know year. And now that people are coming back to work, they almost don't know how to act anymore. Right. So I get to work at 5 a.m. the other day. Oh, boy. I can already tell this is crazy. <laughs> get to work at 5 a.m. the other day. You know, mm. I come into work. I got to warm up a little bit before it's time to start working. Immediately, these two dudes are going at it. They're screaming at each other at the top of their lungs. So I'm trying to listen in and be like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why are these guys screaming at each other? Apparently, this one guy came into work, and one guy said hi to him, and he said fuck you to the other guy. Off top. Off top. Just okay. straight into it. And then the day before, he tried to hit him with a like a cart or something. Something crazy the day before. So they're sitting there arguing, coming to almost fisticuffs at 5 o'clock in the morning. 
And I'm like, dude, it's too early for this shit. Right. Like, what, what are we doing? So have you ever personally had beef with any of your coworkers? I mean, yeah. I have enemies at work, for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Straight up. Enemies and uh, beefing is... Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. I guess enemies is a little extreme, but beefing, yeah. Like, um, we were actually talking about last episode about the... Um, or maybe it was a couple of seconds ago. It was about an old dude at my job who's just like a huge conspiracy person. Oh, right, right. He's extremely right, right, on the right side. Which is, I mean, sure, whatever. Like, whatever your beliefs are, that's you, whatever. Yeah. I guess I have the problem when someone, like, tries to really push it on you. And then we started getting into, like, this debate situation, and his voice started raising. Oh, God. That's when I had the problem. You know what yeah. I mean? So, I mean, right we now. We can keep it respectful. Right. So, I mean, I don't fuck with that dude. Yeah. I don't know if you consider that a beef. But. I can maybe I guess. Yeah. I mean, there's times at work where I've, I've had issues with people. I don't know if it's a beef. Like, maybe we just don't like each other. But it's mm-hmm. not like it's, like, I guess beef these days is... Like on site, you know what I mean? Like I'm not right. gonna fight somebody at work. I get yeah, okay. Well <laughs> what is the well, de- what is the definition of beef then? I think maybe if you guys have issues and you continuously, I guess, immerse yourself in that energy with one another. Mm-hmm. Like if every time you see each other you're saying fuck you instead of good right, morning or right, something like that, okay. I would I would consider that beef. Yeah. I like the definition. I don't think I actually have beef then. Yeah. I have tiffs. I guess tiffs would be a good word. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've had a couple beefs back in um like my tech days, there was okay. some, there was some some jerks trying to steal sales and stuff, you know. And then yeah. start playing with my money. That's that's a beefing situation for me. I guess the last time I actually had beef was like high school. Or it was like, oh shit, yeah, okay, if we see each other at a spot, it's not yeah, we're good. gonna fight. Yeah, damn, I don't know if I have any real beef like that anymore. I mean, we're old as fuck, bro. Yeah, we I feel like if you, yeah, if we're this old and we have beef, I feel like that's a problem. Yeah, plus like we know where beef's gonna go, and we're not gonna take it to that point, right? Like, so what's I'm not, I got too much to lose at this point. Yeah, no at, beef. At this point, it's like, hey, prayers for everybody. Just right. go have those prayers far, far, far away from me. More life. Yeah, more life. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's crazy. But speaking of beef, uh, so I bought an re- uh, Xbox recently. Okay. And you're Team PlayStation, and I right. used to be Team PlayStation, so I feel like I'm going against gang. Right. You know, I feel like I'm switching sides, all <laughs> this shit, stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. But I was pretty much forced to get a Xbox because my PlayStation broke. Mm-hmm. But what made you a PlayStation guy in the first place? No real reason. No, right? We got a so we had a PS2, we had an Xbox, like OG Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, we also had a 360. Okay. But we had two 360s because the first one got the Red Ring of Death. Yep. Then the second one did two not too long after that. I guess that's the real reason, <laughs> as I'm saying this out loud. So we got two Xbox 360s, and they both crapped out. Yeah. So then we got a PS3, and that was fine. And then you just were PlayStation from the on. PlayStation from the on. That's the same with me. I got yeah. the Three Rings of Death in college, bought mm-hmm. a PlayStation 3, loved the PlayStation 3. And then I think one of the reasons, too, was it GTA 5 was PlayStation exclusive, right? No. Original? GTA 5 was, it was everything. Oh, maybe it was they were doing the PlayStation with GTA 5. Like a bundle? A bundle. Yeah, I'm probably. pretty sure that's the bundle I bought. But, uh, you know, going back to Xbox, it's not, I don't know, it's not bad. I mean, I don't think it's bad. Yeah. It's just I'm just so used to PlayStation. You but know? Uh, I think uh, down the road I'm going to end up getting a PlayStation, just get my Xbox with my cousin or something. Yeah. One thing that I think is interesting when it comes to, like, the PlayStation Xbox beef, like, the the difference, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's just sided up. Nintendo always is acceptable for everybody, you know? Yeah, it's like the, the middle ground between everybody. It really everybody. is. But maybe it's because they don't get taken as seriously as the other two systems. You know, I mean, they're like the That's kid, true. the kid brother. They're like the the video game system that you have when you have like people over and you mm-hmm. want to play with a bunch of different people, not necessarily for like hardcore Call of Duty type gaming. Right. You know what I mean? I don't even think they have um, like GTA Four 
like Nintendo Switch? I don't think so. And that's one of the reasons why I didn't get a Switch, because it seems like the video game options are very limited. Right. Even though it would be really cool to have a Switch, because everybody that I've talked to, <clears throat> excuse me, that has a Switch has said it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a, the light, Switch light. Yeah. I fuck with it. Yeah. But it's more for like when I travel and stuff like that. Right. Play on the plane. Right. Exactly. But, literally the only reason. <laughs> but you can only play the game on the plane, right? You can't play online, obviously, right? Right. Okay. Which I don't understand why that's even a thing right now. Why we can't be online in an airplane. Oh, it'll be eventually. I mean, they're giving, what, 5G, 4G on the moon? Right. Like, yeah. we, can't, we can't play the Switch on the plane? Right. I don't know, man. That's nuts. Even when they give you, like, free texting on the plane, it doesn't really go through. No, it takes forever. Right. Yeah. Even so, the free maybe. Wi-Fi on there doesn't... I can't surf anything. Like, the only thing I really want to look at on, on the plane is Instagram or Twitter. Right. I tried to buy um, Wi-Fi before, and it wasn't even that good. So I'm like, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, and it's like $30, isn't it? Actually, it depends. Sometimes it's like 30 bucks just for an hour. Yeah. And then you can do like a crazy package for unlimited. Like, if you're on a 10-hour flight, like, you know, might as well get the unlimited. For sure. For sure. Um, speaking of planes, though, what what airline service do you prefer to fly on? Delta. Delta. Okay, yeah. I was going to say that's me, too. As I've flown, I've flown pretty much everything mm-hmm. that you could think of. But Delta, to me, has been the one that stuck out the most. Yeah. I mean, Alaska's cool. Alaska's um, cool. I've always had problems on United. Yeah, same. Like, late flights, lost, lost luggage. luggage yeah. Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, you guys yeah. are a major airline. It's crazy. Yeah, they lost my luggage one time. With, funny enough, my Xbox was in it. My old, mm-hmm. like, the original before the 360. Mm-hmm. When I used to go down to Texas all the time, they lost my 360. And I had to fill out one of those forms to get it back and everything. Yeah, I don't even uh, fly, like, Southwest, but I wouldn't mind it. Like, if it's, like, a California trip. Yeah, maybe, like, to Arizona, just a quick... Something quick. Yeah. Everyone talks shit about Spirit, but I've never flown it. I'm terrified because of all the shit talking about it. Well, and you work in the airline industry, so Mm -hmm. you know a little bit of secrets about... I wouldn't say secret. I don't know if it's a It's more manufacturing, though. Yeah. It's not, like, um, airlines, you know. Because, weren't you... I don't know if it was you that was telling me, or somebody was telling me that the planes are secondhand. They buy them off other... Oh, yeah, that's that's hella common. But that's um, normal? Yeah. Like, there's planes that are 30, 40 years old that are flying right now that you wouldn't even know yeah but i mean the, their maintenance is you know on top of they has to be because there's so many regulations yeah for sure in the united states at least i don't know how it is in other countries i would just tell you just don't fly spirit if you have the choice just if it unless you have to fly mm-hmm. don't like, they probably have those planes like the 30 40 year old planes yeah well it's not just the planes it's the the fact that you have to pay for extra amenities right like oh I if you don't that. check yeah, in yeah, yeah on the app prior to uh taking your flight mm-hmm. and you go to the desk and check in at the desk it's t- a ten dollar fee oh damn there, it's like a fee for water it's a fee for checked baggage the drinks are expensive mm-hmm. like everything is just basically you're just paying just for literally just the seat right and that's it so you could do that though pay just just for the seat yeah i mean yeah if, that would be good if maybe you were just trying to take a real quick trip like mm-hmm. i need to go i just need to get out of here real quick spear might be the way to go with but no baggage with no baggage yeah right yeah. Maybe just to carry on. Yeah, I can see that. But I flew a uh, Spirit to Vegas. I mean, it wasn't bad. It's just the experience just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. Um, staying on tech, though, I know we were on the tech stuff a minute ago. Have you heard about this new uh, spatial audio that uh, Apple Music rolled out? Mm-mm. All right, so it's pretty cool. You have to have the brand new iOS, but basically it's... Um, we talked a couple weeks ago about BMW and the immersive audio. Mm-hmm. So this kind of takes the same concept, but with your headphones... So the songs have to be mastered a certain way or something like that. And it's like the audio is all around you. Do you remember back in the day on YouTube? Like this is like old ass YouTube. And uh, no, exactly where you're going to go with this one. Yeah. It's like you have the headphones and you can like, I think you're supposed to close your eyes 
and there's one it's um you're like in a barber shop mm-hmm. and you can like hear everything around you and you can like there'd be someone walking in the corner and you can hear them walking in the corner yeah I forget what it's called but it's like i'm assuming like that where it's just yeah. like uh stereo I, guess. I don't know so yeah. the way that they describe it is that it the artist can put sounds around you instead of it just sounding like it's coming out of the left or right ear mm-hmm. so like on some songs the the audio in the background will be super quiet, but it's like it's supposed to be like a background vocal. Mm. So it just sounds like it's coming from behind you. I don't know. It's really hard to explain, but it's really cool. And not every um, artist has music that's able to do that. Right. So there's only some albums. This is a whole brand new thing that pretty much came out. So the, like all the weekend stuff is on there. And the weekend's albums sound amazing in that. Yeah, I bet. So it's just um, this is just an app. Or through Apple Music? Or... It's just through Apple Music. So you have to have Apple Music in order to do it. So you download the new iOS update. You go to your settings. You make sure that uh, it's called Dol- Dolby Atmos is turned on. Okay. And then you could do that. So if you want to try it out, I could slide you over and log in. Yeah. So, yeah. But you don't need special headphones or anything like that? They recommend that you use... Um, Good headphones. The, like the, you know, the AirPods or whatever. Right. But I have a pair of like $40 Skullcandy ones mm-hmm. that work just fine. Okay. I mean, it. yeah, it works for me, so... Speaking of... Um new music i checked out just a little bit of amigos culture three yeah. album it's very polished it sounds good like really good yeah. like crystal clear it's super clean and yeah. they uh, actually so that album is available on the dolby atmos i, I feel like that would be a perfect candidate for it yeah like it sounds, it sounds like there's a lot of um space but in a good way yeah you know what i mean like it sounds like you're in the sound or whatever yeah it sounds really good um i checked out most of the album i, I don't think i listened to everything through just because it was like kind of repetitive, you know, mm-hmm. that's how kind of the Migos are. But right. it was pretty good from what I heard. The, all the features that I heard were pretty good. Uh, the Pop Smoke one was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Cardi B one was like, you know, usual Cardi B Migos track. Right. The Drake one was cool. It sounded like maybe he had made that for Certified Lover Boy and just kind of gave it to Migos last minute. Mm-hmm. But they fit with the song. It sounded really good. Yeah, that song was actually, it seemed long. Yeah, well, I think Drake has like, it's the first two minutes and 30 seconds are just him. Well, that explains a lot. Yeah, so that's <laughs> yeah. what I mean. Is like I, why I think that maybe it was a track that he already had that he might have just given it to them. Yeah, it sounded good though, man. Uh, it's good to hear the Migos back. I mean, it's always a fun summertime when Migos music is at its peak. Right, right. Like we have, I think we have a lot of good summer memories that are attached to the Migos music, like Bad and Bougie. Whenever I hear YT, bro, it takes me to a place. Do you mean T-shirt? Is it T-shirt? Yeah. yeah, probably. Okay, Whatever. YT was Dem Franchise Boy. He says YT in the song. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, or I was like, YT? Wait, how, how far back are we going? <laughs> yeah. That's like middle school dance days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, speaking of tech, bro, um, change the subject a little bit. Uh, we were kind of talking last week about um, like uh, the the misinformation and, um, or not last week, sorry. The last, yeah, the last recording. Episode, yeah. yeah. We were talking about the um, conspiracy guy that I, I work with the right right wing guy or whatever uh, and it had me thinking a little bit deeper about that situation because it's he's he just believes what he believes so hard which i fuck with passion but at a certain point In i'm a, like yeah yeah i'm like yeah, yeah. Are, are you this passionate because you are this old and you've like closed off lanes like thinking lanes because you feel like um almost like you just know better because you've been here longer Right. I guess my question is, like, do you think, like, the older we get, the more susceptible we are to misinformation? Yeah, I think so. I think we kind of talked about this on that that one episode, too. It just, we create this, like, vacuum of information that kind of validates how we feel about things. Mm-hmm. You know, so we, we look for like-minded people to follow that maybe f- follow the same trends as us or follow the same, I don't know, you know, like, the same path, I guess. You know, so you don't look too far out of 
your kind of comfort zone of right. people. So it's kind of hard to get new information, which I've personally been trying to do better at that. You know, even if it's, I know some of like the right wing stuff is a little too much for me. I'll mm-hmm. watch it just because I need, I feel like I need to stay informed on both sides. Cause we don't know who's lying at this point. Yeah. We have that talk at work all the time, especially with this dude. And there's another guy who's like his little Robin. To his his Batman, his you know what I mean? Yeah. Low key, bro. <laughs> and they're always just talking about how, you know, the left is wrong. And the right is right, which I'm like, hey, bro, like there's really bad on both sides. Yeah, you know what I mean, like I don't. Oh, and he also said that he's not um, he's not on a side. He said he's in the center. I was like, well, you can't like say one side's bad and one side's good without saying that you're not on the side. Yeah, right. Kind of defeats the purpose. But I don't know, man, just thinking about that situation. I'm like, I hope that the older I get, I can hopefully maintain an open mindedness. Right. Because I like to think that I'm open minded now. I'd say for sure. Like I would entertain um someone's information that they give me right. and then i'll make my own personal judgment kind of thing yeah. and i also think like he's really big on social media like facebook and stuff like that and oh, facebook is the king of misinformation right so it's almost like is it like should we just kind of wean off the older we get so that we're Maybe, not I mean, so just beat with the same information yeah. over and over i mean i've told you I've, i stay off of facebook now and I know yeah. Facebook is just an example, like right. every social media platform, just depending on, you know, how you use it. But Facebook is one of those ones I just stay off of now because it just seems like the misinformation is heavy. Mm-hmm. I think also people are just so lazy nowadays that they just don't want to go look for the real information. Like right. it literally takes two seconds to Google a lot of stuff, but people don't want to know that. Or they don't want their world shattered when they find out that, you know, like JFK Jr. is not coming back. You know, what I mean? like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Like if they go and they just debunk this stuff, then it kind of crashes their whole reality and their whole perception of everything. We talked about it on the last one about the um, Dr. Fauci being the, uh, he owns Pfizer, oh, yeah. or, you know, stuff like that. And it's like, dude, it takes two seconds to just Google that and find out that him and Bill Gates didn't go to college at the same time, like all those kind of things. Right. So as soon as I saw that post, cause I think I know exactly what post you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, like I immediately searched that, but I mean, my coworker was talking about that shit too. So I was like, hey, you guys really, you guys indirectly are talking to each other. You know? yeah, it's yeah. really weird. Exactly. I bet you that the people that, cause I, I think we're talking about two separate people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if their circles like blended together, even though they, they might, have to, they, even though they might not know each other. Right. Just because they might be in the same like information circle. Mm-hmm. They have to. Um, I'm not trying to like talk to you about social media because obviously there's positives. Right. Um, but actually with that, um, my daughter, uh, <laughs> my daughter, she's a hand when it comes to like taking pictures and shit like that. <laughs> and we take hella pictures obviously. And they're like on, you know, Taylor's Instagram and shit like that. And it had me thinking, do you think that when she gets older, she's going to look back at all her pictures and have a better self-understanding of herself. Because we didn't really get to do that. Like, we didn't have social media You're right. back then. Our parents didn't have it to put on there. Um, but, yeah, maybe the younger generation is going to have, like, a better grasp of themselves because they get to see progression throughout their lives. What yeah, there's no, like, uh, there's no, like, missing links. Like, mm-hmm. there's no certain parts where you have to just remember what happened instead of actually seeing it because their life is documented so much. Which, yeah, I mean, I it could be negative. <laughs> too, it could you be. Know what I, mean? I don't know. It literally is a Truman show. Mm-hmm. Like now, everybody is their own personal Truman show. Like everybody has the camera on them, mm-hmm. which is kind of a scary thought to think about. Even if you don't have the camera on you personally, like you're t- you're the one, or somebody else is taking that. You have some kind of camera on you. You're in the back of somebody's Snapchat story. Mm-hmm. You're in the. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten in trouble for being in the back of somebody's Snapchat. Right. That I probably shouldn't have been. I've in. definitely been in that situation. Yeah. So I mean. I guess they would have a better understanding, but then I fear that they wouldn't know themselves away from the internet. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like they have to, it's like kind of like now, you know, we kind of, I wouldn't say depend on the internet, but people, a lot of people post for validation and stuff by making them grow up in a society where that's the normal, maybe they're going to be more susceptible to wanting validation from posting pictures. Or maybe they're going to rebel because I know me, I want to do a lot of things different than what my parents did. That's for sure. So maybe they see like, like, wow, I'm really just plastered all over, you know, this internet space. Yeah. I don't want my kids to be a part of that period, you know? Right. Like maybe it might have this crazy reverse effect. There's value in being mysterious. That's very true. For sure. I used to be a person that used to post a lot of Instagram stories and even a lot of pictures, like maybe a picture a week. And now mm-hmm. I kind of try to keep mysterious and not do it as much. Right. I only post pictures of my car. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> my Instagram is boring as fuck. Unless you like cars. You yeah. Know what I mean? so, yeah. That's that, that reminded me of the, the what was the, um, the line drink of, shit? The line of Insecure? It was um, Atlanta. Or, or Atlanta. Atlanta. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, where he's, uh, my Instagram's weak as fuck. I need a picture with Drake. Yeah, yeah. It's weak as fuck. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so social media, I think, definitely gives, like, these kids these these backstories now. You know, now you have, like, their whole, it's almost like an origin story. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah, so uh, what are some character backstories or, like, origin stories that, over the years that you found pretty interesting? I know, like, well, for example, right now, I just started watching Loki, mm. which uh first episode was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I thought it was... Uh, it's definitely taking a unique approach to the the Marvel world. It's like doing timelines and stuff. But I like backstories like that. I like knowing a little bit more about the characters, especially I like how Disney's doing these series instead of movies mm-hmm. because a, a movie just seems like, I don't know, it almost seems like a cash grab, which I guess the series seems like a cash grab, but at least they can, they can <laughs> should, flesh out more of the story. We should have that debate. If a series or a movie is more of a cash grab. Ooh. I feel like that's a good episode, we can do that in a second. Episode 82. No, fuck that. We'll do that in a second. Okay. But um, <laughs> going off of what you were saying about Loki on Disney, we were watching Cruella. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I heard it was. It, it Fucking $20 rental is wild, but hey. Oh, whatever. you should have hit me. I have the, again, sure. Oh, thanks. I have the uh, <laughs> Disney app. I mean, we have it. It's $20, period. Oh, I thought it was on there for free. No, because Taylor has Disney+. Plus. Oh, then I need to have a conversation with my mom because I gave her my login and she said she watched that. So oh, she, yeah. Mm. <laughs> she, she hit you for that 20 spot. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be called on that, Judette. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> so that was a pretty good backstory. And I think what I realized from that is I like backstories from villains, which yes, I mean, obviously, yeah. like the all these movies are usually based on good people. Right. So you don't really need the good guy backstory, like how they did Joker. That was pretty cool. That's good. Um, even some uh, comedic, like, Dr. Evil would be dope. Oh, Dr. Evil origin story would be pretty awesome. I mean, they kind of did, actually. Um, and the third one? and then they All of them kind of blend together for me. They showed that Dr. Evil and Austin Powers were brothers, which we don't have to get into that. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Speaking um, of cash grabs. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think just villains in general. Like, Scar from Lion King would be fucking dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or even, like, a Thanos. I mean, we kind of know Thanos' background because I kind of touched on it. You're gonna hate me, bro. I know because you, I'm yeah, not, yeah. Oh man, I don't know. I think that would be really cool. Even like we like you said, the Joker movie as a standalone was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's some obvious ones off top that we're not getting, and people listening would be like, "Really? Not this?" Yeah, you know? it's because with superheroes too, especially in the superhero realm, is their origin stories have been retold a bunch of times because they keep remaking these movies. Like, right. I don't really need an origin story on Spider Man anymore. I know, <laughs> right. I know, you know, I know Uncle Ben dies. You yeah. know, I know all that stuff. His parents are not there. Or like Batman, you know, how many times can we watch his parents die? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, shade of Batman. But that's a, that's a good guy. Once again, yeah, we have all the origin stories for the good guys. We just don't right. have them for the bad guys. Now we need it filled in for the bad guys. Right. Yeah, speaking of uh, uh, bad guys, did you see the FBI was tracking criminals through this? So they, they set up this app, mm-hmm. and uh, these criminals thought that it was for, like, 
crime and stuff so they can send each other secure messages about all kinds of things, robberies, money laundering, all these things. It ended up being ran by the FBI, and the FBI found all of these records. Wait, what? So they set up this app in order to deceive criminals into thinking that it was like a secure messaging service Mm -hmm. where they could contact one another. I feel like that's already a red flag. What do you mean? Like to have a secure criminal messaging app? Yeah. Like, man, you, you gotta ever, be a dumbass criminal, bro. You ever heard of a fucking burner phone? Like, yeah. it's like the 90s. Like, hit the right. pager. Somebody could go to... Well, I guess there's no pay phones now, but... I mean, even just, you know, the $30 uh, pay and play phones or whatever. You sound like you've done this before. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> hypothetically, it seems like it would work. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you go to one of those, um, like, uh, they're not really, like, grocery stores. There's no gas. Yeah. You know, but you go in there and it's like a, you know, like a shop and they yeah. have the little phones in the boxes. Yeah. Track phones. Yeah, track phone. There yeah. you go. They know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. They know who their, their demographic is. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was, that was nuts that you would, I don't know, for criminals to be deceived that easily by an app just seems a little crazy to me. Yeah. So these criminals, were they, like, um, doing stuff in real life or were they doing stuff uh, like cyber stuff. Oh, it was like real life stuff that they were exchanging messages about on this service. Mm. Interesting. Which is pretty nice. And uh, to go on another headline from that, also the FBI ended up seizing that Bitcoin that they gave to those crypto hacker or the pipeline hackers. So they found out who it was. I I don't really understand how it happened. To be honest mm-hmm. with you, it had something to do with them finding the server that was like purchased by the hackers, mm-hmm. and then they were able to get the money off of there. But even that sounded weird. Like if these guys are good enough hackers to hack a pipeline you would think that they would have a little bit more security when it came to that coming to that kind of stuff or if the fbi is good enough to find where these hackers are you would think that they would find a lot of other criminals yeah like which the, i mean maybe they do like the insurrectionists what yeah <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> uh yeah so i thought that was pretty crazy i mean the uh, more villain stuff but it, i just thought that being deceived by an app just seemed nuts <laughs> uh i had this question bro this is hella random uh shower thought actually so we are almost becoming a maskless society. We're close. Yep. I'm sorry. I'm kind of changing the subject. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, We're... criminals, masks. Yeah, I get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There you go. It all gels together. It does. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, yeah. So we're close to becoming a maskless society. Right. Which is great. But it had me thinking, like, if you look back, any, hear me out on this. This might sound wild as fuck. Okay. If you go back, you know, let's go back to like caveman years actually no fuck that we're gonna talk about other animals other animals use their sense of smell like for a lot of shit right right even i would say they use it to like um smell like their pack you know yeah do you think the fact that we are wearing masks that somehow biologically it's inhibiting since we're not smelling other people that we don't Mm -hmm. fuck with or by us um, being quarantined and being home and we're not around other people do you think there's something biologically changing in us? I think so. I think we're drawing more of um, the attributes from the people that we spend the most time with. You know what I mean? So, so instead of being like a, a big melting pot of all sorts of things that we see on a daily basis, we're just kind of stuck into even more of like our circle. Yeah, because if you think about it during quarantine, we didn't go to work. We didn't do anything social. Like we stayed at home pretty much and stayed to our families or, you know, close group of friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. So even now, like... Going out to the bar sometimes, even with, and this sounds kind of crazy, but like with friends that I've been friends with for decades, mm-hmm. you know, we go out to the bar and it still feels a little bit weird. It, mm-hmm. feel, it just feels like a different energy. And just maybe because we have, we got so used to only talking to like three or four people that when right. you interact with even 
old people that were in your lives, it still feels kind of weird because it's like, oh man, we haven't had a face-to-face interaction in a year. Mm-hmm. That's a little while. Like thinking about not talking to somebody face-to-face in a year is pretty nuts, especially if you were close to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even like being out in public. I, well, obviously now there's more people out in public, but you know, when it first started happening, when the traffic was becoming uh, bigger in public places, right? there was a weird feeling of just being like, oh, there's hella people here. And I feel like that, part of that is uh, attributed to it. Just, I mean, now that I'm talking about it out loud, I feel like <laughs> it sounds kind of dumb. Like, it's like a duh situation. Like, you know, you're to yeah, yourself. And- I think there's so many more layers to it than just that. Like, I think that now we have, like, everybody's developing almost like a social anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't even imagine what the first time me being in a club is going to feel like. It might feel yeah. amazing, but at the same time, I might be a little bit of anxious just because it's like, okay, for the past year, we've been told this is no, don't mm-hmm. do this. You know, don't go out. You could get sick. And now we're in clubs. And then, of course, with like violence ramping up lately, like it's it gives you a little bit of anxiety even being outside now. I think the thing that will make me comfortable in that situation is knowing that everyone else is equally as anxious, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Maybe we can find some common ground in everybody being anxious. Yeah. Like, oh, you're anxious? Me too. Yeah. This is going to make it a lot easier now that we know we're both anxious. Anxious party. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I know, like, you know, I'm going to LA in a couple of weeks and they're everything's going to be open. Like, everything fully. So, I was kind of thinking about going out into nightlife and I'm like, man, it's going to be different just mm-hmm. going out and experiencing nightlife for the first time in That's... even more. It's been more than a year. It's been like a year and a half. It's funny that LA is like all the way open because they're like, damn, everyone's leaving. We need to <laughs> yeah, <it laughs> we need open like, this shit back up. But it seems like everybody's in LA right now. It's nuts. Like mm. every like rapper, every like major figure I've seen is like in LA for some reason. It's probably because it's open. Yeah, and tickets were like my ticket was only ninety six dollars round trip. So that's crazy. <laughs> you know, I was like yeah. ninety six bucks. I have to go. Yeah, yeah because yeah. who knows the next time that this ticket's going to be only ninety six dollars. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that though, man. Uh, this will be my second time going to LA in this year, but the first time I. Things were open, but I didn't get to do a lot of things I wanted to, like the art museum and stuff. So mm-hmm. I might even go to Universal Studios. I was thinking about doing that for a day. Hell yeah. Universal yeah. is dope, dude. I'm excited. I love it. Harry Potter land. I know you're not a big Harry Potter guy, but. I mean, last time we were there, this was, uh, oh, I guess not last Thanksgiving, but the Thanksgiving before that, 2019. Mm-hmm. That's where we went. Universal, Harry Potter land, all that shit. Nice. It's dope. Yeah. It cool. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that's kind of uh, making me not want to go is it's 250 a ticket? The, well, the ticket's one hundred and twenty-five dollars, but you maybe buy some, I wanted to do the fast pass. Yeah. So it's oh, let's fucking do it, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, two fifty is not that bad. That's like what I spend at the club, maybe on a on, yeah. on a wild weekend. So, but uh, lines might not be too crazy because people still yeah. might be like, eh, I don't know if I really want to be around crowds type thing. So that's true. I even yeah. thought about taking an Uber from my hotel down to California Adventure and doing the Marvel one, mm, which yeah. would have been really cool. But I'm still trying to kind of decide what I'm going to do. I'll say Universal. Yeah, I'm thinking Universal. I want to do the uh, the tour of the lo- the movie lots. I Dude, think that'd be really cool. That's my favorite part of Universal. Like the rides are dope. Yeah, but the tour is the best because like I know we like to see behind the scenes shit. Like we yeah. like the, the breakdown, and that just gives you a whole other perspective. Like I can't watch it now without being like green screen. You yeah, know what yeah I, mean? right. like, I just can't. You know, so that's very true. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna have to do that on Universal Studios. Make a Sunday out of it. Maybe get some mimosas. Maybe you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah live that life. Live that life. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't mean to take it to like a dark note about the whole math shit, but uh, on a lighter note, who you think is taking the uh, NBA title? Uh, well, I'm kind of sad. Obviously, the Lakers are out. Yeah, I was actually gonna ask you how you felt about that. Oh, you know, my mo- so my mom called me last night, and she goes, she like snickers over the phone, <laughs> and she's like, uh, "So your Lakers are out, huh?" Mm. And I was like, "All right, first off, you don't even watch basketball, yeah. so I don't know why you're trying to do this with me." But I kind of knew, you know, going into the playoffs. AD was hurt. Mm-hmm. LeBron was hurt. The team wasn't at 100%. Even if they would have won the series, 
going forward, it would have been even more difficult, right. especially with AD's kind of uh, up in the air. But I think the Nets are going to take it, honestly. Yeah. They Who do you think the they're going to play against? <laughs> I, don't, I, would, I wanted to say the Clippers because I feel like the Clippers, are, that would at least be the best matchup, but they're down 2-0 right now. Yeah. So. Yeah, Jazz are looking nice. Suns are looking nice. Suns look nice, yeah. dude. I've got to say, I highly underestimated the Suns. Yeah, I thought the that the Lakers were going to wipe the floor with them. I was like, they're young, mm-hmm. don't have a lot of playoff experience, but Chris Paul's been balling. Devin mm-hmm. Booker's been going nuts. Their role players have been showing up. But um, I did have a question on that. So in game six, yeah. Lakers are down 3-2. Right. AD gets hurt game mm-hmm. five. Do you sit your star player for game six if the series is on the line? And risk him getting re-injured, kind of like the Kevin Durant situation when he retore his uh, Achilles. Mm-hmm. Do you risk that, or and save him for the next season so that he'll be good, or do you play out the series, have him play, and hopefully win the series? That's a real tough question, bro. Yeah, because I feel like if you make the wrong decision, you can get fired. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? exactly. Like you sit him down, it's showing that you're not really trying to me. You know, right? And I guess it depends on like what the owners and like the board think about that, but. I mean, obviously, it seems like a smart move. Yeah. If you know it's not going to happen, you know it's not going to happen. And you're potentially risking, like, your best assets. Like, Yeah, it goes back to the thing I said is even if they had won the series, it would have been difficult moving forward, and they could have risked an even bigger injury. Mm-hmm. I think with this season, because there was such a short a period of time between last season and this one, like when the finals ended, they didn't get a chance to get a real break. People say, well, they got a break when COVID happened. You know, there was a three-month break. But that's in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. You're talking about then you have to ramp up really quick and get exactly. hop right back into it. You don't have your summer to train. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, this season has kind of been um, a weird one for me just because people keep getting injured and stuff. And it's bad to see, like, Harden now is injured. Yeah. Uh, speaking of injury, what's the craziest uh, sports injury you've seen? In person? I guess in general. Ah, uh, man, the craziest one in person, I think I told you about this last weekend, was I was playing softball for a tech company. Um, we were playing softball and uh, <laughs> it's pretty good. This guy hits one towards third. He starts running towards first and we're not, nobody's wearing helmets. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if that's a general thing in, in softball. If you don't wear helmets, I see, I've seen some leagues where they do I don't know. somewhere they don't. Anyways, he's running towards first guy goes to gun it at him, not at him at first base. And he throws it too far ahead and actually hit the guy right in the school. Mm. So you could hear him. I was playing catcher at the time. You could hear it hit him in the head and the crack, and then he just fell straight down, and he was, like, bleeding from his ear, and mm-hmm. they had to have, uh, like, the medical team come, um, is a medical team, uh, the ambulance, you know, <laughs> I mean, the call them a medical team. Yeah, you yeah. know, so they had to have them come pick him up. He was, like, incoherent. His, I bet. His wife was, like, sitting right there with their newborn baby screaming, like, I didn't even want to, we had another game after that that we had to play, and I was like, I don't want to play anymore. Yeah. I don't want to play, period, anymore. I just saw that dude get cracked in the head, and this is not worth it. For being three and fucking eight. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Like, if we're in the championship, maybe that's cool. But, dude, we've lost, we lost last game by 10 runs. Yeah. So, yeah, that's I'm crazy. out of here. Speaking of, like, uh, baseball-type injuries, have you seen – there's two recently. One was um, uh, the pitcher threw it and hit the dude in the head. Oh, man. Fucking crazy. Um, and it was, like, 96 miles an hour. Whew. Yeah. 96 miles an hour baseball to the head, bro. Like, that's a crazy punch. And then the other one was um, – the batter hit the ball and hit the pitcher in the head. I remember you telling me about that one. Yeah, this one was recent. This one was like last week or something like that. Man, but, that's crazy. I haven't yeah. really been up on the baseball stuff lately, but even ESPN, I don't really watch ESPN that much anymore. Yeah, it's crazy. But that's nuts. What about you? Have you seen any crazy injuries like in person? Oh, actually, I have seen. So this was in in middle school. Oh God. Yeah. So I think there's a few people listening that would know. But there's we were playing. Um, we usually played in like the regular gym, but the gym was being used or something, so we went to the cafeteria and they had like the the moving uh portable 
uh, basketball hoops. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the, it's like with the, the wheels at the bottom. Two posts in the back and then the one post in the front. Yeah. Hella dangerous. You yeah. Know? <laughs> like, yeah, you run into that thing, you can get hurt. Yeah, so there's Lapitan, a kid. Lapitan used to get hurt all the time on that. We play 21, he'd trip over it, yeah. twist his ankle. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there was a loose ball, and they there's two guys that were running for the ball, and one guy just hit his head straight on that pole, just bing, oh. like split his shit right down the middle. Damn. Yeah. And this was in middle school? Yeah, I was in seventh grade, so he would have been like eighth grade. That's crazy. Yeah. That's nuts. Split yeah, that was his whole shit. Bro. Oh man, you know, it, we actually middle school and elementary school is pretty dangerous with some of the sports stuff. Like we used to play this game in middle school where they would turn out all the lights, and I don't know if you guys had the roller boards. Mm-hmm. We they put us on roller boards and we play alligator tag in the dark, and I was like, dude, somebody could easily get their hand caught under <laughs> one of those and break a finger. You get your hand caught under that shit in the light. What you mean? Yeah, man, it was super <laughs> dangerous. We used to play stuff like that all the time. Or, yeah. And it was, yeah. Wait, what is the point of Alec? Like, you just touch people? Like, tag? You're supposed to just be in the dark and try to find people and tag people. Which, couldn't you just lie and say, hey, I didn't get tagged? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really understand the I would have been that kid. I feel like that was the, the teacher just flicked the lights out and went and had a smoke break or something. Yeah, low key. <laughs> fucking taking a nap. Did you ever, you guys played Heads Up 7 Up? I'm yep. assuming, I don't know you. Were you the kid that like looked underneath the desk? Yeah, sometimes I cheat. I did that every time. Yeah. I looked at the feet. I'd be like, oh, that motherfucker. You know, usually you don't trust cheaters, but in that case, if you didn't cheat in Heads Up 7 Up, I don't trust you. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Like, so you're playing by surprise? <laughs> like, yeah, like, what? wait, you actually want uncertainty in your life? Yeah. yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, I'm cool, bro. Yeah. Um, we had we were talking about uh, or had talked a little bit about cancel culture, mm-hmm. um, and you had an interesting question about that. Um, yeah. Uh, so, you know how people when they get canceled, they come out and apologize. Yeah. But it seems like no one really cares about the apology. Like they they're still canceled, even if it's like um, like Kevin Hart. He came out with the joke, um, you know, like a. a uh, homophobic jokes. I think he had tweeted like some yeah. stuff. Some yeah. shit like that. But it was like 10 years prior. Right. Which we all know we're not the same person from 10 and, years ago. And 10 years ago, Twitter was the wild, wild west. So that right. was probably the least flagrant thing you saw in there. Right. Which I mean, I'm not giving him a, an excuse at the no, time of doing that. But I do understand that he's a different person now. And comedy was different at that time. You know, people could make those For jokes. sure. Like I think about nowadays, The Office. I don't know if The Office could survive these days with how much they teetered the line probably not yeah you know what i mean like disney's over here editing their cartoons you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> because they had some fuck shit in there so um well disney was wild so, yeah. yeah they put like dicks and yeah yeah, yeah. loki hella racist crows and shit like that <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? hey if any kind of uh animal's gonna be racist i would think a crow is yeah loki that's a good point <laughs> um but yeah i mean it's just weird to me like uh like do you feel like if someone's canceled their apology holds any weight I think at that point, people just don't care about the apology. Like, yeah, you can apologize, but it's not really going to matter. I think when it comes to canceling people, people only just want to be a part of a moment. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, sometimes people don't even realize what they're canceling somebody for. They just see a whole bunch of people and they're like, okay, you, maybe they don't like that person. Maybe they don't care for, the, like, if it's a musician, their music or their movies or something. So they're just like, oh, I'm going to hop on this hate train because that seems like the cool thing to do right now. Because mm-hmm. a lot of time people get canceled or try to get, they not try to get canceled, but people try to cancel people based off of clips and stuff that right. don't have full context. Mm-hmm. So it's like these, these people that are canceling others are not really looking for the information on why they're canceling. They're just hopping on a trend of canceling people at the same time. So I don't think that either way they're going to care about the apology, even if the person apologizes, because they never cared about the reason they were getting canceled in the first place. Is very well said. Thank you. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But I do think that people can come back from being canceled too. I mean, it just obviously depends on the severity of what you did, but I also think that people, you know, if you show remorse and you show that you're trying to change and that you're being more accepting of whatever you were, I guess, 
targeting with your hate mm-hmm. or something before. I think you can come back. Kevin Hart's a perfect example. I mean, he's probably bigger than he's ever been. Right. Well, I he's mean, short, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Shout out Kevin Hart. Even like uh, Chris Brown coming back from the whole Rihanna beating her ass shit. Like, that's right. a crazy comeback. That is a crazy comeback. Like, he was like, cancel, cancel. And I know people now that still don't fuck with him, but he's, you know, still on the charts. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, you even think about like Tori, right? Tori's been popping mm-hmm. up and doing a lot of the stuff lately, and I thought he was canceled. Right. And it, that whole situation is still weird to me. Yeah, I don't think... I'm trying to hold my judgment off on that situation. I know we talked about it a couple times on the mm-hmm. podcast, but I'm trying to hold my judgment off on that situation only because there's so much, like we said earlier, misinformation. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what to believe. Like, did he actually shoot her? Did she step on glass? You know, I'm inclined to believe the woman in a domestic violence situation until it's proven otherwise. Right. Most of the time. Right. I feel like it's a very um, slippery conversation. All I'm saying is the whole situation seemed a little... Seemed like there was weird details. Right. Um, it seemed like the details that were brought up were at weird times. And I don't know, just maybe even just coming out saying it. I feel like she's, you know, low-key from the streets, but just snitching out front. Like, that's yeah. weird. It's weird. Hey, but if it happened, whatever. Right. Whatever. I don't know. And I think the, the thing about them, too, also, is it was so public. Like, mm-hmm. everything was on Instagram and Twitter. Like, you know, why don't you guys let the situation play itself out in the legal proceedings before trying to shoot at each other? Ooh probably bad choice of words yeah, but you know what like, i mean okay. like trying to go after each other on the internet like it, whatever the truth is going to be it's going to reveal itself in court so why not just wait until that happens mm-hmm. but instead it's it's like more people want to get ahead of the public perception so let me go ahead and get out there and say something so that it doesn't look like i'm the bad person in this right yeah i can see that angle for yeah. sure but, which if, yeah. if it does turn out that you know tory didn't shoot her or whatever then i kind of do feel a little bit sorry for him because he's had to to bear that for the last year and a half or whatever. And I don't see him as a big enough star to come back in the light. Unless it was, if it really came out that Meg fabricated this whole situation, Tori's cancellation, I feel like, is a pretty solid one. Yeah. I don't think he's ever going to get back to where he was. And I think that's the thing that's that's crazy about those kind of accusations, even like rape accusations, right? If it turns out to not be true, you might have just ruined that whole person's reputation, If even if it's not true. No, sure. it takes a lot for somebody to come back from something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's very – cancel culture is very weird. You have to know when to use it and when not to. And you also have to realize who you're canceling. There's some people that are too big to be canceled. Right. Like, I mean, Drake came out with blackface. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, they've tried to cancel Drake for years, yeah. you know, and it never works. Or they've tried to cancel Jay-Z for all kinds of stuff. The yeah. NFL, like, there's just some that's people true. that are too big to cancel. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's a whole nother conversation, too. Yeah, it. De- I guess it depends on what they do, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, for the most part, like – jay-z doing the thing with the nfl no we're gonna cancel jay-z nobody's gonna listen to his music rock nation's gonna crash and burn it's like mm-hmm. nah, i don't think that's gonna happen yeah, anytime soon. it's not gonna happen i think jay-z plays a little bit smarter than you know mm-hmm. i think those type of people like jay-z the drakes they're more calculated so they know that they they know what to expect from the backlash from it and have prepared for that yeah but i guess drake couldn't really prepare for that blackface picture lincoln i feel like he knew though he had to have known somebody was going to find that eventually yeah. that's so like that's a crazy find what if he forgot though what if he was like totally forgot that he did a blackface thing and yeah. then or maybe he to him it wasn't as big of a deal yeah maybe i mean there's different rules in canada man i mean canada <laughs> has their own fuck shit when it comes to indigenous people oh 100 so, yeah. yeah i mean um i had actually one more topic oh uh, yeah go, it was cool. um so keeping up with the kardashians is ending okay finally which you know i could care less mm. But they were bringing up this interesting point on the news the other day when they were talking about this. Did the Kardashians start the celebrity influence, or not, I'm going to just say celebrity influencer, but the influencer culture? Like, do you think that they are one of the main reasons why we have such an influencer culture now? 
That's tough because they weren't the first reality, like famous reality. Right, show. right, right. Like that was like I think it was the Osbournes. Got to be the Osbournes. I mean, there was a lot of reality shows yeah. in the nineties, but it wasn't like as big as obviously what the Kardashians were able to do with it. I mean, off the top of my head, I would give it to them. Mm-hmm. I haven't <laughs> deep dived into this one, you know, but. Yeah, I think that they're the most recognizable for a very long time, probably. Yeah, I think that um, you, even if you think about like Travis, right? Travis mm-hmm. is a byproduct of the Kardashians, technically. You think? Uh, I think that being with the Kardashian definitely helped his place in the world, and maybe it helped him reach more people because of his. I will, yeah, I will give you that. I don't think that he was a small person before he got with Kylie. That's true. But what I mean is, like, even if you see how he takes his pictures and stuff, like, it's very influencer type. Like, he's trying to show you something. He's trying to sell you something. Like, everything is very methodical and planned mm-hmm. out. I feel like that's the kind of culture that the Kardashians created as far as, like, branding yourself. Like, everything has to, every post has to have some kind of meaning behind it. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I haven't really dug deep into this. But mm-hmm. off the top of my head, I would, yeah, Kardashians definitely, they definitely make a lot of women look like them that's true so i'll give them that yeah you know uh, I mean? larsa pippen yeah all of them yeah. Bro. like that's like the standard like that you know the fake butt fake tits fake lips armenian look like that's armenian. what everyone I always wants forget to that they're armenian yeah that's just that's yeah. wild i also think that the kardashians can pretty much you know like how they trace everything back to soldier boy mm-hmm. i feel like you could do that with the kardashians including the celebrity boxing thing because i don't know if you remember a couple years ago when kim was in the celebrity boxing thing no and what? she got smacked up by who I can't remember who it was off the top of my head, but it was like it was just for an episode. It was like I'm even thinking of that is funny. It was a um like a fundraiser type thing. Mm. She was boxing somebody to fundraise, but she like got hit, and I think she was like crying hysterically, which she's she does a lot. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Kim so, doesn't look like she can take a hit. No, not at all. Yeah, so I don't know why she was sent up to box. Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, probably not the best uh, decision on Christian. I'm not even gonna sign up to box. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm cool, bro. Now, I see them take one punch, and I'm like, dude, I don't want one punch. Yeah, like I that. want none of that shit. Like they were talking about in the Floyd. Uh, did you watch the Floyd and Logan fight? Oh my god, bro. We can talk about that. Okay. I didn't watch it, but I watched clips, and I was like, okay. thank God I didn't watch that shit, bro. It was. Um, I obviously got an illegal stream because I'm not paying for that shit. It was just allegedly you got one. Yeah. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, this is all hypotheticals mm-hmm. speaking, of course, but. Um, it was weird, man. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just the maybe and that maybe that goes back to the Kardashians because an influencer can now be fighting the greatest boxer like ever. You know, did you see his uh, his little press conference after? You talking about Floyd? Floyd, yeah, and he was talking about how he's a um, a legal bank robber. I mean, he made what fifty million off. He was like a hundred. But my point is, like Floyd is going to do that, and he's going to go down in history as that guy. Like he knows how to. Uh, draw a crowd, Get a take their money, and do the minimal performance that he has to. Because he could have beat his ass. Like, let's be real. You know what Dude, I mean? he could have he could have put him down a couple times. Right. And I think for the 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 kind of like audience factor in that is why he didn't do that. I think Floyd was like, okay, I will. Our deal is going to be, I get hundred million dollars, and you can just punch me as much as you want. Yeah. But that's it. Like you are paying me a hundred million dollars. To fulfill your fantasy of, you know, punching the best fighter in the world. Yeah, which like, is Like, that's crazy. really what it is. It's nuts, man. It just, I don't know. It just looked away to me. Like, I watched pretty much the whole <clears> thing <throat> from the beginning when they did the intros and stuff. And Logan Paul comes out and he's wearing, like, a Charizard card around his neck. And mm-hmm. it just, it didn't seem like he's taking it very seriously. And then for Floyd to be doing that, I was like, aren't you kind of sacrificing your, like, I don't want to say morals, but, you know, like, your integrity by taking a fight like this? Like, are you making the sport of boxing look like a joke? Then I thought about it, and I was like, 
He's got a hundred million dollar bag. Who gives a fuck if it looks like a joke? Right, that's how he feels. And I get not, it. He's not fighting seriously right now. Like he's fighting, right. you know, eight rounds to spar with some kid and you know get a hundred million dollars out of that. I can't hate on him for that. You can't. But I will say this: I'm not going out of my way to watch YouTube fights or I'm not watching that shit again. Floyd fights. I, I said after the Jake Paul fight, I wasn't going to watch any more of them. I tried to give this one a chance just because I did want to see Floyd knock him out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm not. They're not getting my attention anymore. If Floyd were to knock him out, I feel like the numbers would be a lot different. Yeah. Uh, I think that... Is it Jake or Logan that fought? Logan. I don't fucking know. Um, yeah. I think Logan's purse would be a lot bigger. Yeah. It's like, hey, if this is like a balls out fight, like I need a little reassurance <laughs> that I'm going to yeah. wake up. You know what I mean? And I think I remember reading a couple days before that they had a no knockout rule, but then they changed it last minute. Mm-hmm. See, like, stuff like that, like, and then I don't think they ever, they gave it, like, an official score. You know, they had, like, a score, but it wasn't, like, official because it wasn't an official match. So. Right. It was, like, so, that last Tyson know. fight, pretty much. Yeah, and then, you know, they might, depending on who's hosting this, I mean, it was Showtime, I think, that did this, right? I don't know. Something like that. I don't know. My legal stream said something way different than Showtime. <laughs> <laughs> said something in Russian. But, you know what I mean? Like, if uh, if they wanted the fight to generate ratings, why not tell Floyd, hey, we'll give you a little bit of a bigger purse if you let this go eight rounds? You know what I mean? Like, we want to keep people's eyes glued to this TV as long or stream as long as possible. You Maybe they to... didn't have any more money. <laughs> I got <laughs> $100 million, dollars, bro. Damn, that's nuts. Yeah. I didn't even know that there was that many people watching it. Yeah, I th- I'm just, I'm kind of over this YouTube boxing thing. Yeah, I saw, what's his name? Austin McBroom. Oh, he yeah. Yeah, I'm coming up. I don't know if, I'm not going to watch. I'm sure I'm going to see hella clips, but. Yeah, it'll be on social media. I'm not watching that. It's just so crazy how much money those things are bringing. Like, I. I can't be mad what they're doing. It's just not for me. Yeah, I mean, get your bag. Mm-hmm. I just don't really care to watch it. But I was never the biggest boxing fan like that either. You know, I wa- mm-hmm. we watched the big fights. Like I think you and I watched uh, Manny and Floyd mm-hmm. fight. But other than that, I'm not really. Right. I'm not the big. I can't tell you who's what kind of fighter somebody is or how they fight. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm a casual watcher. Yeah, I'm very casual as well. I wonder what not how, casual enough for YouTube fights. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder how much though that people that aren't casual watchers like if they feel slighted watching these YouTube fights. Like, all right, these guys aren't really serious. They have to. You know, it's like real NBA players when people or like real NBA fans when people are doing like trick shots and stuff. Like they're like, oh, this is a gimmick. This is a joke in the NBA. No, I mean like you know like and one. Oh yeah, I don't know. I love and one. Oh, I fucking love and one. <laughs> I, love the I, NBA. Can, I consider myself a pretty big basketball fan, and I love and one. Right, but we were also like. 13, 14 when that came out. We wanted yeah. to do all the cool moves. They had cool shoes. And... I still watch The Professor now on YouTube. The Professor, man. Like, he's still legit. Is it... So, is there still... This is kind of getting off topic from what we're talking about, but is there... Is a lot of them still doing the AM1 stuff, like The Professor? And... I don't know. Or I know that Professor is, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Because I want to know what happened to Spider. Yeah, or Hot Sauce. Hot Sauce. Or I know Earthquake. that... Uh, you remember AO? AO, yeah. Yeah, he tried out for the Sonics. Oh, really? Yeah, there. I had this uh, and one like backstage DVD thing that. Uh, so Shane and I actually went to an and one uh, event at the Kirina. It was really cool, dude. Yeah. It was like when they had those and one like the camo jerseys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really fun. They gave out free DVDs and it had like a DVD of him actually trying out for the Sonics and stuff. I was like, man, oh, this is really cool. cool. I had a few of those mixtapes. Oh, they were great. Yeah. Damn, I kind of want to watch those now. Man, I know I had one of my parents' house somewhere. Oh, I had the video game too. Oh yeah, I did too. For yeah, sure. tra- yeah, I think yeah. it was on PlayStation. I think I had it on the OG Xbox. Oh, okay. I think it was OG. Maybe it, it was 360. Been, it might have been the Xbox 2 for me then. Yeah. Oh, no, that's crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, basketball's really come a long way since yeah, that. It really has. I remember seeing, um, I'm pretty sure it was the professor. It was one of the M1 guys, and they are like, um, so why don't you go to the NBA? Like, you can clearly do it. He's like, well, I can't do all of this stuff. Yeah. You know, and I want to do all this, which, I mean, I get that. Like, this is your craft. That's passion to me, you know? Yeah. 
It's like I, I'm turning down millions of dollars to be the starting point guard to just embarrass people. Right. I fuck with that. Yeah, they just did what they want to do. I wonder how well a AM1 circuit would do now with, you know, how viral everything is. I don't think it would do well, man. You don't think so? When they do, like, those weird, like, um, sub-sport things, yeah. they don't do well. Like, they automatically get perceived as corny. Like, they try to do the XFL again. Yeah. How'd that go? They well, did the pandemic, a... but... Right, okay, but I still don't even think it would have went far. Yeah, I don't think so. They only, they only lasted a year the first time. What was the um, the girl one? The girl football league? Lingerie league? Lingerie league? Oh yeah, yeah. The, that didn't last long. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I see that. I feel like this is a money grab right now. Like that, people are just getting the bag and getting out. I don't think that they're going to take this seriously in like five years. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't really for the moment thing. I don't really know the world of these YouTube star fans. Well, they're nuts, right? So I it mean, might at, last. I don't going know, back to canceling, they've tried to cancel Jake Paul a bunch of times. That's true. Same with Logan Paul. Yeah, because they've been doing fuck shit since they were like twelve. Yeah. Which is nuts, man. Just to think that they've been just running around here like their pock since yeah. they were twelve, just doing whatever. I'm assuming they grew up pretty wealthy then. Uh, I th- I believe so. I think they were like on Disney Channel and all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm not oh, too. Wow. I'm not too sure. I just know that the first time I heard oh, so of you're a YouTube star fan, got it? Okay. That's yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> the first time I heard of them was when I think it was Jake Paul went to the was it the Japanese suicide force yeah. and made that video. That was the first time I'd ever heard of him. Same here. Yeah, which was fucked up. But. Maybe that was a PR stunt to get people to notice him. I mean, it worked. I mean, no, they tried to cancel him for it, and he just kept going. Mm-hmm. So, interesting. That's I don't, man. Hey, I understand you want a viral moment, but I don't play with that kind of energy. Like mm-hmm. you, you should know better than uh, don't go hanging around cemeteries. Like it was a laughing. That was the issue. Yeah, yeah. Like it's death. It's not really a joke. It's not, especially suicide. Right. For sure. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't really see it. I think the next one is Jake Paul's fighting somebody. I don't know some UFC fighter. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I'm, you're getting my dollars, YouTube. Yeah. Um, yeah, you just want to do a closing? Yeah. Um, oh, I did have one shout-out, actually. Yeah, what you got? Uh, I just wanted to shout-out the LGBTQT plus community. Oh. I uh, apologize if I missed a letter in there. It's kind of hard to keep up. I'm going to be honest with you. I you know what I mean? It's uh, thought that counts. My thing, though, with these months is I feel like uh, we dedicate these months to these groups just like, you know, the LBGQ, Q, the, you know what I mean? Okay. That group also like the, you know, the African-American community. Mm-hmm. Like we need to only spend these months recognizing them. It should be a year round thing. Like you should just want to treat people equally throughout the year. It is mm-hmm. cool to have these months, obviously, for to find out the history and things like that. But it seems like as soon as these months end, people just go back right back to the fuck shit that they were on before. I agree with you. But do you think if it was an all year thing, it would get as much publicity or awareness no, no and that's that's the flip side to it right like when black history month happens it's it's everywhere black history month in february is still kind of fucked up yeah of all months well why expand on that because it's a short month oh yeah yeah. yeah yeah i guess i didn't really put that into yeah and people were like worried about their taxes and stuff right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah there's other shit going on but yeah i just wanted to um to shout out that community and um you know just challenge people to be better at treating people equally the entire year not just for one month not just recognizing a group for one month but you know try to fight for them the entire year not just for 30 days for sure yeah which i guess is kind of hard to ask people but that's my challenge to people yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so we're about to get out of here uh you can find us on soundcloud spotify apple podcast google podcast youtube we're now dropping every two weeks on monday so just keep uh, keep an eye out on our socials mm-hmm. um, to find out when the next episode's dropping. Um, yeah, our socials, the No Structure or No Structure Podcast is the Instagram. Uh, no Structure Pod One is the Twitter. Uh, we're on TikTok, but I'm not sure what our username is. Are we? Yeah, I just post the clips from 
Okay. I haven't posted them in a while. I get well. I guess we haven't done an episode in like two weeks, but I mean, just hit us up on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram is probably the best way to find us. Uh, the No Structure Podcast of course, that right there. is a big one. Uh, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, do all those great things. It helps us out. And uh, yeah, subscribe to the YouTube channel too. We post uh, videos pretty frequently. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's episode uh, episode eighty one.